All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Heavenly Bond. We're going to be talking about modesty today. I'm very excited for this um, topic because uh, I think I think it's a, it's, a, it's a good topic. And, you know, some people, you know, get offended and whatnot, but it's, it's for good intentions. You know, I think a lot of us have to learn, educate ourselves in it. Um, and we're going to give you some good key points, some biblical context to it, some personal convictions and personal understandings and some wisdom that we've learned um yeah you know what we see paul also telling us a lot in the bible where he says you know don't get married but my advice is you know you should do this that and the third so he's like he's giving you personal advice and so for us we're going to give you biblical advice sound doctrine but we're also going to give you our personal advice wisdom to be able to walk yeah in in in, in holiness and um, I just pray that this will fall on good grounds. I pray that if you feel convicted about anything we say here, just bring it to the Lord and um, just don't don't take it offensively. Just bring it to God because this is uncomfortable. I'm going to be honest. Like <laughs> This conversation is going to be uncomfortable some, for some people. I'm sure felt uncomfortable about modesty when I was walking in a way that wasn't pleasing to the Lord. And I understand that this can be a little bit uncomfortable to hear. It is a controversial topic because... I believe that everybody has this different discernment when it comes to modesty, mm -hmm. but we want to just talk about, like Imano said, like our personal experience, because me personally, like as a woman, I definitely struggle with modesty. Like it was such a big battle and I was so stubborn about it. And it's not only, you know, how I dressed, like how I dressed was a reflection of how I was inside. Hey man, you started off good already. <laughs> like good it, already. Is, it was a reflection and I was like, you know, people mention like, oh, um, you know, Christian women are modest. So like, even if I saw videos of like modest outfit ideas, like that would trigger me. I'm like, why they have to put modest in it? Like, <laughs> just put outfit ideas. Like literally things like that would like really bother me. And now you're making them. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and now you're making them. You see how God like, can what? transform. So like now I'm not that annoying person. That's what you're saying? Yeah, then now you're that annoying person to the next person. But then they're going to see it as a blessing because they're going to be like, you know what? She's yeah. Right. Well, I have to say like. I was very triggered for many reasons, and I am sure many of you are going to understand what I come from when it comes to modesty. It's just mm -hmm. like a really tricky thing because I will say in my own personal experience, I was struggling so much with my identity, and I felt like me showing my body and me wearing certain things, it was just more like an empowerment thing, and it is just crazy how sometimes we feel like our outer ex appearance matters more than our inner appearance Amen. like i was just so blinded to the fact that you know my problem wasn't truly like how i was looking it was truly inside and i was wearing certain things i didn't feel convicted for a very long time like i'm gonna be honest like i was wearing clothes that i was like oh i look good in this and like right. i won't make it even more like you know showing a little bit of my stomach because like it looks more aesthetic or whatever or like I definitely gonna get more attention because I wear this or that. And it's not only attention from men, it's also like fashion sense too. Like, you know, like wearing certain things so you can like look good. And if you look good, you feel good. That's like the mm -hmm. quote that everybody says, right? right? Um, but for a while I was wearing certain things. You guys can scroll down my Instagram. Like, I'm not even like hiding posts. Like there are people that if you walk through this journey and you like uh made some posts private, I respect that, but like you can go back. Like, you can literally go back and scroll down. Like, there were pictures that I would post, um, bikini shots, and 
I've made those private because obviously yeah, of for obvious reasons. Right. But like if you go down like certain things I was wearing you and can I'm see not, the journey. It's a journey. Like you can see my journey. And I'm a, I'm gonna be a hundred percent real. Like when it comes to modesty and like what you wear, it is a conviction thing. Because I hear women say like I can pull crop tops because I have a short torso. So like they're them wearing crop tops is like showing like an inch of flesh. Like it's not that big of a deal for them. For some people wearing crop tops, like me, I'm pretty tall. Like you can see a lot of my stomach. So like I don't feel comfortable wearing that. And the Lord really took me through a journey of finding um like he was convicting me about certain things. Like I know it's like, okay, shorts, shorts, like really short. He was convicting me of that. Or like skirts, if I'm not wearing like long boots. He was convicting me of like showing certain skin. Like, like okay, fine, I must have worn this. This top, I must have worn this top. It was slowly like that. Um, when he brought people in my life to tell me like, oh, like this is what I think you should be wearing or whatever, it would trigger me. I'm gonna be honest, because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what makes you be holier than thou to like tell me what to do? <laughs> and it was a rebel spirit. Yeah, because I yeah. was like, I was just. Like, not accepting certain things. And you can feel like that, too. Like, you may feel like, dang, like, God is convicting me about this. And he's bringing people in my life to, like, teach me how to do it. But I feel triggered by certain things. Mm. Um, But just not to bore you with my whole story, I will say this. Like, what really turned the needle for me, the dial, what really changed things for me, it was the Lord teaching me about inward modesty. He was teaching me about my spirit. He was teaching me about what I need to let go of about this rebel spirit, about like me seeking attention from other people. And there was this one moment when I heard this saying and it really stuck with me. It's like, if you're walking into a room, do you want to get attention when you walk into the doors because of what you're wearing or because of your spirit? Mm. Like if you're speaking to somebody, if you just meet them, like do you want to get attention because of what you're wearing or because they're like, dang, like she's so kind, she's so gentle. Like her spirit is what stands out for me. And I wow. was like, wow, that just makes so much sense. Like, I don't want to get attention by what I'm wearing. Right. I don't want to get attention by how I look like. I want to get attention by my spirit. Amen. I want people to look at me and be like, this girl is so beautiful. Not because she got like the latest shoes or like the latest clothes, which I love fashion. Don't get me wrong. Amen. But it's like, you don't have to show yourself. You don't have to expose your body right. to get attention because I'm going to be honest, it's the wrong attention. It's the wrong attention. And the Lord really had to like really mold me with that. And it's truly a spirit thing it's about your heart it's about where you're at with the lord because i promise you when you are on fire for god and you are serving god you're also serving him with how you look like you're serving him with how you're dressed you're serving him with how you speak and that for me is modesty yes and I see so many people, like, I'm not here condemning no one. Like, I'm telling you, like, I walk through this and I know how it is and I know how how it looks like. But it is true. Like, if you are saying that you're Christian and you are a follower of Christ <clears throat> and you are preaching the gospel and you have this platform, but you look like everyone else, like, you're dressed like everyone else, that... It's a little bit shocking. Because what's setting you apart? Because what's setting you apart? Like you're what's supposed to you be apart, yeah. different. And and I'm not saying that like, you're supposed to wear long skirt. If you're com- if you're convicted about not wearing jeans, listen to your convictions. Right. I'm not saying you have to like wear a turtleneck and like not be fashionable, not wear hats and like do all these things, but just listening to the spirit. Amen. Because there are certain things I'm not wearing now that I used to wear before. 
and it is all about being tangible about that but like truly how you present yourself to others it is a reflection of christ like you want to represent him well and as a woman we are different than men like men can get away with wearing like shorts shorts for example which i wanted to talk about like modesty in men of course I feel that's important too amen, amen. but men are able to get away with certain things but like women like we have our curves we have our shape we have our things and we want to also honor our spouse like if you're married like you want to honor your spouse and that was another big conviction of mine mm-hmm. like when i was going through this journey i was like okay so the Lord's telling me to honor him but it's also telling me to honor my spouse And if I'm going out, looking tight and looking like showing my body, and men are looking at me, I'm dishonoring Rudy. Amen. Like, I'm dishonoring my husband because other men have access to what he only has access to. Yes, 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 yes. So it's like, that was another conviction. Like, I was like, you see? like, And I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. Like, that also made me feel a different way about modesty. Hallelujah. Because it's not only about me, it's also about honoring my husband. And Rudy is not the type of person to be like, oh, don't wear that. Don't wear this. Mm-hmm. Never. And if your husband does that, you know, obviously pray about it if you feel convicted about it. But it is true. Like, women, uh, uh, men, I'm sorry, men feel like prideful. They feel prideful mm-hmm. with their wives. Yeah, and it is. Like, we, we, they understand, like, men, we're, like, vicious species. We're always almost, like, looking to almost like devour like we're like hunters we're protectors you know what i mean like we're providers that's our instinct and so when men our flesh and our hormones when we see certain things it triggers that you know what i mean and so uh for us you know especially like if you have if you have a a, a wife mm-hmm. and you have a woman you know you want her to be preserved to you you know what i mean she's married to you one person and so when you feel like there's a hint of access to other men to her it makes you feel away because you're yeah. supposed to be mine you're supposed to be for me and it's like now you're presenting that to other people and giving access to something that's supposed to be for me mm-hmm. makes you feel away that's why cheating is wrong that's why people don't agree with cheating that's why relationships are between two people you know what i mean it's because we want to preserve that in between us that's yeah. supposed to be for us. And I was watching this podcast, which is like a very controversial podcast, but I was watching it because um, one of my favorite uh, person right now is Candace Owens. She was in there. And in this podcast, there was like sex workers there. And then one of the ladies said that she's a beautiful lady, obviously showing her body because that's what she does. She's a sex, sex worker. Mm-hmm. And she was saying how she warns men before they date her. She warns them and tell them, hey. I do this. I do OnlyFans. I do all these things. Mm-hmm. Like, just know that I'm not going to change because of you. Right. And the man's like, you know what? It's fine. Like, we're like, they're like, yeah. Like, I don't know what it is about men. Like, having a woman that looks that good and, like, does crazy things. Just, like, they just bypass everything. They bypass everything. Like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But then she was like, but after we started dating. And they start falling for me. And they start, and they start like, actually falling for me. And they actually, like, start caring. They automatically want to get me out of this lifestyle. And I don't know why they want to do that. Like, they're so insecure. Men are so insecure because they accepted me for this. But now they want like, to change what? me. And it's like, no. That's it is not, not that men is insecure. Like, yes, the man can probably start with lust. And he can be like, yo, yeah, like, I want you no matter what. Mm-hmm. And they can be attracted to you because of how you look. But naturally a man is very protective yes and a man doesn't want to share his wife his woman his girlfriend with other men 
Amen. So she was like, it was a pattern that was reoccurring where men are so like, they're little kids, like they're so insecure, obviously, yeah. you know, whatever. That's, but it's like, dumb. obviously, he's going to react that way. Right. Because who wants to share their women with other men? But, who wants their women looking a certain way and, and you seeing how this is like unfolding right. and you automatically protective mode when i take her out of the last you want to fix you you know men are fixers mm-hmm. so <laughs> it is just a thing it's like truly when it comes to uh, being a woman like one of our powers is like just representing ourselves like if you're single and you're struggling with um you know finding the right one and let's say like you Feel like you're doing everything on the books. Like you're a, a godly woman and you feel like all these things. Know that if you keep persevering, like if you keep respecting yourself, if you're not going to like like sell yourself because you just want to have a relationship with somebody, right. like, just, just keep that up. Like keep your standards up because the right one is going to come along. And right. like when you respect yourself outside on how you look like, and inside, God sees that. He honors that. Amen. That's and so good. men are so hungry and they're so lustful. And he said, like, you don't want to catch a fish that's a bad fish, right? Yeah. Like, you don't want to do that. Like, you don't want to attract a man because of how you look and, like, just sharing, like, just being seductive and being sexy Bro, and all these things. you're spot on. Like, as a man, myself, you know, there's nothing more beautiful than a woman who's so protective about how she looks. You know, in the Bible, it says this. I'm going to read you the verse in 1 Peter 3, 3 to 4. Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of the hair and putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear, but your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with mm-hmm. the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. Mm-hmm. Understand that, like she was saying, you know, your your modesty starts from the inside. You know what I mean? If you don't fix your heart posture on why you're dressing that way or why you're even making yourself look that way, if you don't ask yourself that question and where it's stemming from, you will never change and really see the light of why it is that it's so important for women to really take care of how they look. If you understand that I'm doing this for attention, I'm doing this because I want to find a guy and I'm doing this because of people, you know, your intentions are already wrong. And if you want to mask it with, you know, I just want to be... um. I just want to look good for myself and stuff like that. But knowing that what comes with that, looking good for yourself, is lustful men coming after you. Mm-hmm. I want a man of God. I want a man of God. But the way that you're presenting yourself, no man of God will look that way. You know what I'm saying? So always look at the interior. Look at your heart posture. Look at your spirit. Where is this coming from? This yeah. is for men too. So don't think this is just for women. This is for men as well. Because a lot of men want to think that it's cool to do shirtless pictures and, you know, yes. all these seductive things, knowing that you, let's say like me, like I go to the gym, like you will never catch me on my feed taking the shirtless pictures of my physique. Like that's insane. I know what I have and that's an audience and I know who's watching me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Men and women. So why would I want to put myself out there ever? And why would my woman, my wife, want me to ever look like that you know what i mean it's very important that you cover yourself especially me like i go to the gym i know that my body is developing i gotta preserve it i gotta buy bigger t-shirts i gotta make sure i'm covered because i don't want my woman to think that anyone has access to this you know what i mean and my future wife understands that you know like i'm not only preserving this for you but i'm honoring god through it you know what i'm saying and it's it's the that's the beauty of it is honoring god through how you dress and so um there's nothing more beautiful 
when a man can see a woman that takes care of her body, that takes care of how she looks, you know what I mean? That presents herself as a woman of God. If you like wearing dresses and you're convicted about wearing pants, that's beautiful. There's ways that you can style it in so many beautiful ways. Yeah. I know a lot of beautiful Pentecostal girls that do that, you know what I mean? And they look beautiful, you know what I mean? And so that's the beauty of preserving yourself, understanding that I'm honoring God and I'm honoring myself through it because I have self-respect, you know what I mean? And I don't want to seek attention. Half of these girls and OnlyFans and all this extra stuff are always wearing certain things to attract certain males. Yes. That's not the males you want to attract if you're a woman of God. And if you want to attract a man of God, a man with standards, with morals, with good morals and ethics, there's no more good men out there. No, it's because the men that you're attracting is based on how you're appearing. You know what I mean? The the the, the, the basics is this. How you're looking is who you will, you will attract. Yeah. How you look is who you will attract. And so however it is that you present yourself is who will come after you. That's and I want to so make good. sure that I present myself in a proper manner because I want my woman to be a woman of God, a fearful woman of God. Yeah. And if a fearful woman of God is reaching out to a guy with a shirtless pictures, wait, 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 seductive angles and stuff like that and like he a, calls guy, himself a christian and he calls himself a christian what kind of woman of god are you no yeah. seriously like you're most most likely you're not a woman of god you get what i'm saying so there's nobody that has because we're in a different spectrum we view things differently you can say that you're a christian but there's levels to christianity yes. i want you to understand that it's not just saying i'm a christian i follow jesus the yes. bible says we go to faith to faith glory to glory we keep growing in our faith and so like you said in the beginning of your journey what was, what was convicting to you back then um is different now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your conviction just increases. So different. Our things so, increases. So like, different. bro, I get convicted to even watch Netflix because I'm like, bro, I can watch a pre... Like, convictions increases before is fine and it's not wrong to watch a movie. It's not wrong to watch Netflix. Yes, no. It's just certain convictions because you keep growing and God is taking you to a separate place, a different place in, in your walk that he wants you to just be consistent with him all around and yeah. all of these things like i said it's not wrong but god sees it as a distraction that's something yeah. that we should not put our attention to because he's taking us to a place that only a select few people can make it there because so of their obedience few. to god so few so when we get to honor god in these little things as how we wear what we dress how we present ourselves god understands that he can put us in certain rooms mm. with certain people mm -hmm. you know what i mean to do certain things yeah so honoring god through how we look and as a man's perspective there's nothing more beautiful than a woman who covers herself that does not present her body that you have to you you have to like you won't find anything really like you yeah. won't find anything you the only place that you will ever find her body is when you're married with her you know yes. what i'm saying and you're committed to this woman so it's like there's beauty in that and preserving yourself it's just beautiful. And I speak to so many women about this topic, and I, I just hear their frustration. Like, they're literally like, I am frustrated. Like, I am struggling to find my man. I'm struggling to find a man that values me, sees me of, of who I am truly. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, let me ask you a few questions. Number one, where are you seeking out this man? Like, where are you going? Like, you're not going to go find a godly man in a bar i'm sorry amen i'm sorry to break it to you like you're not gonna find a godly man in a party you're not gonna find a godly man in worldly settings that's the number one thing number two how are you presenting yourself right like how are you how are you showing yourself to others like are you like the first thing i see about you is just your bet your your boobs or like right. your waist or your butt like you can have a bomb body but you can also dress according to your body Amen. right Amen. like knowing us 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 as women is, is so important to dress accordingly to it and also knowing like there are many 
fishes in the sea. And I hear so many things like, okay, there's like it's about a lot of bad fishes in the sea. Like <laughs> there's a lot of bad men in the sea. Like how I'm gonna catch a good one. Right. First of all, withholding. If you withhold ha- them looking at your things, you're already separating fishes. If you're withholding sex, you're already separating fishes. Right. So now the pick is becoming smaller and smaller. So now the chances of you getting a good fish is more, is, is bigger for you. Yes, it's, yes, it's, it's yes. greater for you. Mm-hmm. So it's like knowing these things, like, okay, how am I presenting myself? How am I showcasing my true self? How am I looking? You know, that's number one. Number two, where am I spending time in? Am I spending a lot of time in bars? Am I spending a lot of time in like worldly settings? Or am I spending time hating in the word of God? Because a man who wants to find you has to also be hidden in the word of God to find you as well. So there's so many different things you got to ask yourself. But most importantly, it's just truly modesty in your heart. Yes. Like everything flows from your heart. Mm-hmm. And I love this verse from Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. No. What? Proverbs 31. No. No, no, no I'm telling you. Like oh. what you're saying, everything flows from the heart. That's a biblical yes, principle. Yes, yes. Yes. Out of the abundance of the heart, the like, saying no to oh. God is insane. Like, what? <laughs> so, Proverbs 31, 25. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. Proverbs 31, 30. Charm is deceitful, and, and beauty, beauty is vain, vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is, is to, to be, be praised. praised. Literally love that verse mm-hmm. so much. Like, beauty fades. Like, we're not going to be this tight and, like, lifted and, like, beautiful forever. Right. Like, we're going to wrinkle. We're going to sag. We're going to look old. Yes. Sorry yes, to break yes, it to yes, you, yes, okay? Yes, yes, So, what is left? Like, once the when the beauty is gone, when because it says, like, beauty is vain. So, when the yeah. beauty is gone, what is left? Like, how, how beautiful is your heart? How beautiful is your soul? How much are you fearing God? Because that is worthy to be praised. Like, a woman, like, bro, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Mm-hmm. You got to understand, like, a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Not just any woman that looks Says. beautiful, yeah, and has a certain appearance. No, is a woman of God, it, it, she needs to be praised. And I believe that. When you have that woman of God that you know she is a woman of God, you know, put her in that pedestal, mm. bro. Put her in that pedestal. And don't her. lose her. I'm generally, I'm talking to men too. Like, don't lose her because of a, you know, you're being distracted by what's around you and who looks good and whatnot. Mm. Beauty phase is in vain, bro. But when you find that woman of God, praise her, says the word of God. Put her up there. Compliment her. Treat her as such. You know what I mean? Like, praise her because god has given you something so beautiful and nowadays it's so rare, rare. to find so it's like if you can find that preserve it take care of it nourish it you know and protect it like be a man to be able to you know do that to your woman and i hate how sometimes people make it seem like it's bad to take care of your woman it's simping this that and the third when the bible says to praise them for who mm. they are you know what i mean like bro that's that's like a piece that's like a diamond in the what is it? In diamond in the diamond in, in the, the rough. rough. Yeah, that's like something. Because the diamond at first is a rock, right? And then you have to chip at it, you have to work it, and then it becomes this beautiful stone. So it's like cherish that beautiful stone, cherish that woman of God, that woman of God that fears the Lord, because it's so rare. It's super super rare. Yeah, and I will say like there are so many women that are have platforms, and like I saw this comment once. They were like, uh, one of our followers were saying like, can you guys please talk about modesty? Um, because there's so many Christian influencers that say that they're 
uh, Christian, they fear the Lord, mm-hmm. but they don't dress as such. They look like the world. Like right. they, they are seductive. They Amen. are seeking attention for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And I hear you because I'm going to be honest. I was that person. And I can admit it. And I'm seeing it now, now that I'm like in the other side and I'm like, wow, like I have spiritual eyes to see because my rebellion, my rebellion about modesty was so great that I was blinded when others were dressed a certain way. I thought Mm -hmm. it was fine. But God took that veil of my eyes and I'm able to see now what she means by that. It is true. Like there's so many people that say that they're Christian, so many women of God that say that they're Christian, but they don't look christian they don't they don't look modest they don't Mm -hmm. dress modest and god says in his word that we will know them by their fruit and there's gonna be so many people that are gonna come on platforms they're gonna you know hop on the wave of christianity but they're still gonna be seductive they're still gonna seeking attention the wrong ways they're still gonna be doing things to alter themselves to be like society tells them and deem them to be it is very sad and like i wish and i and i wish and i wish and i wish that you know I knew this earlier on and I feel like God does everything for a purpose and for a reason. And I'm not like, I'm glad that God um, just truly helped me understand what modesty truly is. But also, also as us as Christians, like we have to know people and discern and and know them by their fruits. And if their fruits is not there, they can be quoting scripture. They can be known everything. But like if their fruit is not there, you know, that's a discernment thing. Amen. It, it, Bro, like you gotta understand, like it's okay sometimes that you can express yourself through fashion. I think it's beautiful. I you think know it's what I mean? really dope. Actually. I think it's dope that you express yourself through fashion. Understand that our fashion as Christians is different from the fashion of the yes. world, because the world perce- per- perceives fashion in a different lens than we do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as a Christian, you gotta understand. I love fashion, and I'm a Christian. How can I incorporate it to honor God? For whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all for the glory of God, says yeah. the word of God. So you have to be able to know how you can honor God through it. If it's trending to wear a crop top with some shorts or whatever as a woman and you understand that that is seductive to a man, no matter if you even have curves or not, some guy is going to think you look appealing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like have that discernment and have that reverence of God. Would God be pleased for me to dress like this because it's fashion, because I'm expressing myself through love? Like... Bro, no, because you understand that even as a Christian, you have to be set apart. You have to be different. You know what I'm saying? And you can be quoting the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Amen. But even the devil knows the Bible. Even even the angels, I mean, even the, the devils believe and the demons believe yeah. in Jesus. It's like it's, it's, People can believe in God, but I'm telling you, for them to be called by God, you shall know them by their fruits. You should know the things that they do so you can know that they're generally being called by God. And Understand that this is a process. Christianity is a process of learning, trials, and error. You know, making mistakes, it's fine. But once you have a platform, that's what the Bible says, that not, not everyone yes. should be teachers because you'll be judged more strictly. Bro, when I read that verse, it brings such a fear of God in me. And it just makes me reflect like, Lord, what can I do to honor you even more? Because I understand that because I'm getting on a platform teaching people about the word of God, I have to be precise Bible says be holy for i am holy mm. will we ever be as holy as god no but we have to have an aim and strive towards it and christians need to understand that if you have a platform and you're telling people about the word of god but you're contradicting yourself by the things that you do because it's not your conviction bro you gotta understand about the people that are watching you know their blood is in your hands so if you're not precise if you're not moving with wisdom if you're not moving with the holy spirit and you're doing things it don't be like certain people uh, uh, over here in these platforms, 
cursing thinking like it's okay it's not conviction for me it's not conviction for me and thinking like cursing it's okay like bro are you crazy like you know what i mean like you you gotta understand this if the world makes movies rated r because there's certain languages in it how much more how much more does god just 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 detest that how much yes. more does God hate that that foul language? The Bible says that do not have foul language. So it's like people saying it is not a, a conviction for me. What kind of Holy Spirit did you have? <laughs> what kind of Holy Spirit did you have? Like that is so sickening for you to lead these people Dude. astray thinking like it's okay for you to talk this way. And it's because the level of discernment and the level of the Holy Spirit, it is not where it needs to be. So that's why not everybody should be teachers. Because I'm telling you, those people over here cursing and thinking like it's cool and telling Christians that it's okay, upset the grand, whatever, like... Seeking that attention. Oh my gosh. There's bro, God got something for you. God got something for you. And it's not all sweet and all games. We have to be careful. And these women that are preaching and you know you look apart. You know you are beautiful. Preserve yourself. Cover yourself. Look different. Okay? Let that beauty be for your man. And if you are single and you're like, oh, I have no man, so like what am I covering for? Think about your future spouse. Like, you are going to have a wife mm-hmm. in the future, God willing. Yes. So think about your future wife. Like, you don't want to have this track record of you being reckless because you just wanted attention. Like, just think about your future spouse. Think about your future yes. husband because they're going to come. Yes. So you want to remain holy and pure for your future spouse. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about that whole, like, Scandal. cursing thing. Like, like it's just on. so crazy to me. It's just like, listen, guys, modesty is not only clothes. It's not only your heart. But it's also your speech. Yes. Your speech has to be modest as well. And the Bible is very clear about that. There's no like wishy-washy. It's very clear. We hear it in Ephesians 4.29. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. It's pretty self-parenting. And who's listening? Christians. Who's listening? Non-Christians. Who's listening? People that are far from the Lord. If you're going to be cursing because you don't feel convicted by that, if you're going to be cursing because you can reach them by being like them. That's not a part. That is not a good strategy, buddy. That is not a good that strategy. That is a good strategy, buddy. That's like, like you smoking and and like saying like, you know, I'm going to reach them because I'm going to smoke a blunt with them. Like, why are you, number one, forfeiting your morals? And number two, mm. going against the word of God to reach people. So now you're, 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 you're. Leading them astray because now you're making them feel like it's comfortable. It's okay. You're disobeying God to think that you're going to reach more people, bro. You're not reaching nobody. You're just making... They're just, they're just going to look at you and say, like, you're just like me. What do I need to come to Jesus for? The whole reason why we're Christians is because we're set apart. So we're giving them a reason to get out of that lifestyle, to get out of the things that they have been struggling with, to come to a, to a light. You know what I mean? So it's like you're cursing and you're being just like them. What makes you different, bro? Oh and the, and I, and it just upsets me because a lot of Christians give these people platforms. A lot of Christians, quote unquote, with no discernment, you know what I mean? Give these people platforms. Give these people the status. Say, it's okay. It's this. It's that, bro. I understand that you can struggle with certain things. But when you're called a pastor, bro, when you're called a pastor and you're able to talk like that, well, you should get revoked. Well, not only when you're a pastor, but also... People that actually have knowledge of Christ. Like, it is like me. Like, Bro, when I was being what? immodest, it's like, you are actively disobedient. Like, you're actively, actively. just You know what like, the word of God says about that? That there remains no more sacrifice for willful sin. Hmm. So, knowing that you're doing wrong, knowing that people are watching and saying, I don't care. I don't care. I, uh, I, this is my conviction, my personal conviction. And then just go on in a rampage of just cursing back to back. Like, 
actively disobeying God, there's no sacrifice for you. First Timothy four twelve. Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Come on. Who are the examples? We are the examples. Like it just really makes me angry sometimes, like especially people that have platforms. Like we hold ourselves in a high standard. Why? Because we know that we have a platform. And like we don't take this lightly. It's not a joke to us. It's not. And we don't want to appease to men. People have platforms because they want the views. Right. People want the platform because they want the popularity. Right. People want the platform because they want to be praised. Yes. We don't care about that. And we made it very clear. We're always going to say it. And we're always going to talk about it because we're not going to get tired of it. It's not about we're us. We're doing this for God. Yes. It's not about us. We don't care about the, the, the amount of views, the amount of likes, the amount of followers. We're doing this for the Lord. And like, if we get persecuted for it, persecute us. Like It is just how it is. And people that have the wrong intent about it um it's just so evident and it's you don't so have evident. to change yourself you don't have to change the scriptures to make others feel welcome to us make others feel good mm-hmm. the gospel has to make you feel good amen the gospel is to make you feel uncomfortable enough to know that you're wrong yes. and turn to christ yes that is what the gospel is for it doesn't make you feel cuddly and and, and fuzzy it is, a, it is about in your sin it is truly about a discomfort to turn away it's a repentance thing turn away and follow god although people are going to come for you you're not going to be popular you're going to be persecuted like the the apostles in the new testament they were killed for a gospel so seeing people that have platforms just this just, just really do a disservice to the lord it breaks my heart it truly grace my heart yeah it does it, it really grace my heart and i just want you guys to have really the, the amount of discernment to know like you know modesty is not only how you look it's not only how you feel inside but it's also how what comes out of your heart what yes. comes out of your mouth yes that is modesty too and we have to constantly keep renewing our minds Amen. we have to constantly be chasing after the lord so it can keep convicting us like conviction is a good thing don't run away from convictions mm-hmm. i feel like some of us run away from convictions be glad that you're convicted be glad be joyful because that's the holy spirit living in you yes changing things up rearranging yes. furniture yes that's a good thing so i feel like we have to be aware that conviction is good we have to be discerning mm-hmm. and Another thing is like if you have a platform and you want to have a platform, know that you have a big responsibility. Like you there do. are mega church pastors showing their wives not modest physically. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, it's not it's not nothing bad. It's like whatever. Like you guys are judgmental, like judgy Christians, look judgy at them. Christians. It's not about judgy Christians, it's about how you're presenting the Lord through your spouse. Like how is yes. your spouse representing the Lord? Yes. Like how is you that have millions of followers? that follow you how are you being different and sharing you, the light of christ in a different way yes because the bible says that you know to judge righteous righteously to follow believers mm-hmm. understand that we're held to a different standard so if we're not the ones if you're down here and we're not the ones bringing you up to that standard mm. then who will the world mm. the world is under that so for you to be a christian you already have a standard and for you to generally be walking as well there's a standard for that so if you're lowering the bar because of how comfortable you feel in your sins and you're not being thoughtful and you're not being aware of how you're presenting yourself to these people you're lowering the bar of that we have standards we have certain things that we have to do as christians we're set apart we're salt of the earth like i keep saying set apart because yo you gotta understand we're different 
You know what I'm saying? So for you to understand that you are different, but yet you're doing everything that is the same as you were before you came to Christ. Mm-hmm. Where's the change? Where's the being born again? Where is the dying to self? Where is the 180 and turning away from sin? Yeah, You're contradicting all of that. And it's you know a one thing, and it's one thing, I'm almost done. It's one thing to struggle with sin and mm-hmm. actively work by changing. And it's another thing, recognizing the sin that you're doing and staying there. Wow. Jesus did not sit in a table of just sinners. He sat in a table of sinners that generally wanted to hear what he mm-hmm. had to say, open-hearted. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, just, that's know, so good. And, like, the narrow path is narrow for a reason. It's narrow for a reason. Because these things are not easy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people can see these things and think, like, dang, like, I cannot wear what I want to wear. I cannot talk the way I want to talk. Like, I cannot do... Listen, it is it is not easy. It is not a set of rules to make you uncomfortable, to make you feel like you're bonded by rules. These are things to guard you and protect your heart. You know how much heartache you're going to avoid by preserving your body? You know how yep. much heartache and boys that are literally boys that are lusting and are looking for you for you but they want your body you cannot be dodging the bullets right you're gonna be like oh you're gonna be dodging because you're walking the way that god is telling you to walk but you're preserving your heart but you being set apart you're gonna you know how easy it's gonna be for you to minister to somebody and talk about the lord without a word just by how you speak bro literally that's a level of power you need to be walking god is saying be modest with your speech because you're a representative of me right when you are representing God and you walk into a room and you're different, mm-hmm. you're not cursing, you're not blaspheming, you're not like entertaining gossip, you're just different. You're not like being judged or holier than thou. You're just being different. You're just being... You're just sticking to your morals. You're sticking to your morals. People are going to question that. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, like, like, what about you? Like, what are you up to? And like, yeah. just the way that you speak to others, they're going to be like, I'm so curious about this person. I want to be near this person. Like... Just know that. Like, everything that God says in his word is for a reason. It's for a, it's for a purpose. And it's to truly help us Amen. and guide us. And sometimes the enemy is so... Dis- I hate the enemy. <laughs> hate the enemy. He is so annoying because he will make you feel like God is wrong and you're right. Because he's mm-hmm. going to make you act out in your flesh. Yep. He's so annoying. That's going to make you feel like you have... You're doing it right. You're that girl. Yeah. And it's like, no. Like, That's you're not, not getting is. attention for the right things. Like, just wake up and know that and realize that. Mm-hmm. And there's so much more. There's so much more for your life when you're walking the purpose of God. And sometimes, well, I'm going to be honest, the purpose of God is also modesty. Right. The way you're walking it out, the way you're presenting yourself, it mm-hmm. is modesty. And it is not only for women, it is also for men. So don't think like, oh my gosh, women, like, it's also for men. Trust okay, me. and just be aware of these things. And I just wanted to share that. And we really want to talk about this topic because um, we felt led to talk about this because mm-hmm. of our audience. We have so many people that are our age in the 20 somethings, even teenagers, um, early 30s. Like, we are that crew. Like, mm-hmm. we are supposed to be the difference. Yeah. So it's like, you're also like tapping into like the men thing. Like, you know, women, like, Please, please, please. If you're if you're falling for a guy that's like beyond lustful on Instagram and you're expecting him to act right, be mm. for real. 
Like, be for real. Come on now. Like, you you got attracted to him and you wanted to reach out to him because of how he was looking. And you knew that his way was just so away from God. And he had worldly music behind and he's over here out oh and doing God. all this extra stuff. And you, you expect him to act right? Like... What kind of standards do you have? Generally, reanalyze yourself. If you want That's a real true. man of God, don't be looking for these people that generally just literally sell their bodies, like, in yeah. the social medias. These guys out here that just know that, you know, they look fit, they look good, whatever, you know, and then just put you in this, like, box to make you think, like, I'm attracted to them. They have uh, John 3.16 in their bio. They have a little cross chain. They're a man of God. I'm going to pursue them. Come on. Please, please preserve yourselves and know that these guys have the wrong intentions. Most the of these guys intention. don't have the right intentions. I promise you. If a guy is looking for attention, huh, just easy. know it's insecurity. So it's a, a such a high level of insecurity. Mm. If he's over here posting shirtless and wanting his comment section to be full of women praising him because he's looking, oh, you look fit. Wow, like I need a man that looks like like you're looking for that. You're you're feeding onto that, bro. Like that's corny. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's corny because at the end of the day, like. Do you feel comfortable showing your parents, like, this is the guy that I'm, that I'm talking to, and he's, like, shirtless and stuff like that, and he's a man of God, like, you know what I mean, where is that, like, you want to be able to present somebody to your family as well, that's, like, I'm comfortable, I'm confident that this is the person and that I want to be. And even the way you pose, too, respectfully. Even the way that you pose is a way to be seductive. For yeah, like, if if you see a guy doing that, you just run the other direction. You just run the other you direction. You know damn well what he wants, and you know that he wants attention from other women. You know what I mean? And, and a man of God won't be doing that. A man of God won't be seeking praise or attention no. from none of that. And so a woman understand. of God won't be doing that either. Amen. So know that uh, for men, you know, let's be more cautious about the things, you know. I'm in that category as well. I can always improve. We can always improve. Always. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. So... You know, let's just be more cautious about these things because if we want a certain woman with certain attributes, certain morals, certain standards, mm -hmm. let's meet them in that standard. Amen. You know what I mean? By how we dress, by how we talk, by how we move, how we act. It's beautiful. It's beautiful when a man can, you know, be able to talk to women without sexualizing that. Yo, I was talking to this about with, with one of my friends. Like, bro, when we was in the world, like, we used to talk to women and just talk to them because of how we sexualize them mm. you know what i mean of how we saw and what we liked and now we can have regular conversation with women and just get to know them for who they are you know how beautiful that is to be able to have a genuine conversation with a girl and not feel nervous or stuff like that like you're just a human being just like me yeah. because my eyes is no longer about you know sexualizing you i'm just getting to know you for who you are and we can have a conversation a regular conversation and there's no weird tension it's just a genuine conversation i'm seeing you as a human being now that's a piece of meat that yeah. is that is that is satisfying my soul bro mm. there's beauty in that like we i was talking to him about it, like wow like i've never thought about it that way that now i can talk to a girl and just listen to what they're saying right. like not just see what i can get out of them but generally have a conversation without sexualizing them and that's the level we want to get to well, we're so secure in our relationship with God. We're so secure about where we are with the Lord. We're so sensitive to the Holy Spirit that we can talk to humans like humans and not sexualize them. You know what I'm saying? And that comes from what you watch, what you look like, what 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 way you're per you're, you're 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 perceiving yourself to other your people. Desires. Your desires. You know what I'm saying? It has to change. It has to change for you to get to that level. That's so good. And I will say for women, like it is so hard on us. Like it is truly hard. And and guys. Loki have a little easier when it comes to just appearance and how society presents. I agree. Because, like, women, there's so much standards. Like, you have to be fit. You have to look like this. Like, women that are beautiful have long hair and they have this. Like, I'm sure 
there's so much insecurity that we see like from the mainstream media and like how beautiful women are per- like perceived and like their features in their face and like how they look that is beautiful know that god made you beautiful for who you are and like i really had to come to an exception and really believe that for myself because for a while i didn't believe that like i didn't believe that i was beautiful and God was telling me, like, in Psalms 139, he talks about how he knit you in your mother's womb. Like, you're beautifully and wonderfully made. Like, Amen. God made you so perfectly. Like, your features, everything about you is so beautiful and so perfectly. And, like, you have to believe that. And, like, you may not be beautiful, quote-unquote, for, like, society, but you're beautiful to God. Because he made you with Amen. purpose. And... It's so hard on us to believe that sometimes, but I really challenge you to put that on your mirror. Like, stick it on a mirror, stick it where you can see it, because we have to keep reminding ourselves that when we feel like society is telling you, like, look like this and be like this, we have to be like, no, like, I have to look like Christ and I have to be like Christ and I have to remind myself that he made me for, for a purpose and with a purpose and I'm beautiful just the way I am. And I don't have to Hallelujah. alter myself to fit in for a guy to like me. I don't have to alter myself and look a certain way or just a certain way to make a guy desire me. For that attention. Is, that is not, that is not true. Amen. And I'm not going to condemn this woman, but like we see JLo, we see Shakira, like they're beautiful in society. Mm-hmm. And and we see Kim Kardashian, like just secular people. And we see that their marriages didn't work. And like they're, it's pretty public out there. Like of course. their marriages didn't work and they're beautiful women. Mm-hmm. that just goes to show that beauty is not enough amen beauty is not enough like come on there's now. more to it like it's not only how you look but it's also how you are in your heart mm-hmm. your desires like that is what makes you beautiful yes yes and if yes. there's one thing you gotta get out of this podcast is that like beauty is not outer appearance it's your heart beauty is inward and what's flowing from the inside is gonna come out on yes. the outside it's gonna reflect on the outside so just remember that and like i want you to really believe that Man, that's really good. I think I think we basically covered everything. If you guys have more questions about this, um, leave them down in the comments below. I think we covered a lot though. Yeah. And I hope this really does help you because you know we're just spitting the truth, biblical sound doctrine. That's what we want. Again, you know, you know, a lot of people are gonna feel away, but I think this is good because we're telling you the truth with love, and we're telling you the truth out of perspective of we've been through it. We've grown we from it. it. We, we are, are going, going through, through it. it. Like, and this is what God is teaching us in this season. And I'm pretty sure my God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. So he's definitely teaching you the same things. Just in different ways and different aspects because we're all different. Yes, but our God is not. He's the same. And he will always remain the same. So I know that, you know, the gospel will always be the same. And the way that he delivers things to us may be a little different. But it's the core and the essence of it is always, you know, to glorify him. Mm. And to, to bring the light to him, not to us. So, so yeah, y'all, it was it was an amazing podcast. I loved it. It was awesome. Um, anything else you want to say? No, this is awesome. Yeah, I'm so I'm loving this. I'm loving this so much. If you guys have anything else, please leave it in the comments below. We read them all the time. We always say this. We read them all the time. So we love yes. you guys' comments. We love your support. I mean, the growth has been exponential. It's been insane, insane in all platforms, and we know that God has a hand over this podcast. So we know that bringing the light, bringing the gospel, bringing the truth to the to the to the to His people is 
the importance of all of this. That's you know what I mean? So, it. and it's because of our humility. It's because we know that we're honoring God. It's because we love Him. It's because we're not gonna jeopardize what He's given us for people, for money, for fame. Like we're doing this to glorify His people. And I know you guys see it because all of you guys are authentic as well. All of you guys just show love, tremendous love, and you guys can see yeah. it. And like you the know love that, in the previous video was insane. Like, yeah. Thank you guys so much for that. Amen. And I just know that it's because you guys can see that the Holy Spirit is moving, and you can see your spiritual life actually growing. So Amen. praise God for that. All glory and honor goes to him, not us. We're just willing vessels to be able to deliver what he has for his people. So we love you guys. We love you. And, and we'll, we'll see you on, on the, the next, next one. one.